Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Brian Geo coming to you live from the Built Ford Talk Studio on Fan and CBS Sports Network. You know, I, I like ESPN. I like their website. It's very good. And they, uh, I love the playoff machine. You know, when you're late the season, you go in there and you can play with the, the schedule and all that other stuff. They came up with a new thing. I, I think this is new this year. I don't remember ever seeing it before. It's called the uh, the NFL Head Coaching Carousel. Let me just do a little mouth trumpet. See that? Why are you doing that? That's because I was into that song. It was just making me happy. Okay. So before we went to the head coaching carousel, I just wanted to... Okay, yeah. So anyway, they have this head coaching carousel where you put a head coach and you you put that coach with a certain team and then you see whether or not it's a good fit according to the people who are putting this together. Okay. And, you know, I see my buddy Frank Reich in there. He's in, you know, by the way... His his picture, his avatar looks great. Yeah, I know. It's really not a great representation you know, of him, but no, it does it look good. That is a great representation. No, it's sort of like, you know, it's... it's. I'm not saying Frank's a very good-looking guy. I'm I know, just but saying I think that's a really good-looking picture of him. It is. It's just they went a little too far. They made him like 15 years younger, and he's totally clean-shaven. It's like the way that the CBS Sports Network does our caricatures. Like, I look like Colin Farrell in mine. Eddie looks like Fabio. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's incredible how. Yeah, but I'm the only. Ca- it's like these are those are caricatures. Yeah, this is not like this is not like a real caricature. I don't. It's I don't See, know look what at is- that right there. So look how good I look at that CBS right. Sports Network caricature. My head. Yeah, you actually look worse as a caricature. Right. But Eddie, me, and Al. Well, Al looks like Jim Carrey in the mask. He does look exactly like that, Lex Luthor or something. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but Al still, I think Al looks like a badass in that thing. Jerry, uh, Jerry sort of looks like a sleazy lawyer in the caricature. Okay. And then your head is just ginormous. And what do you look like? Colin Farrell, the really? actor. Colin yeah, the, the actor Colin Farrell. That's I what I think. I, I don't know what you look like. I gotta figure it out. But I look, I'll tell you this much. I look much better in that caricature as I do in real life. That's no, my think, point. I think, I think you're a handsome dude. And look at Eddie. Eddie's got blonde hair as opposed to gray yes. hair. I he mean, looks just, like he's a surfer. Unbelievable. Right, yeah. Surfer had to wear or a suit. a little bit of John funeral. Travolta. Yeah, he dropped the vault in there. There's a little bit of that as well. Right. But uh, anyway, so yes, Frank, right? Yeah, so this coaching carousel is a pretty cool thing. So, uh, you know, so you put put the coach in the circle, the main circle, and then you hit the teams below it that are looking for coaches as we speak right now. There may be another one, the Rams. But uh, so the Cardinals come up and I say, okay, is this, uh, is this a match according to this, uh, this ESPN website? And an A- minus for the Cardinals. Uh... Obviously not the Colts. The Panthers, A minus. Texans, B minus. Broncos, B. And then it goes back to the Cardinals. Then let's say, let's take somebody else. They take D'Amico Ryans, the um, defense coordinator for the 49ers. Cardinals, C plus. 
They don't like him for that one. Colts, C. Don't like him for that one. Panthers, B+. Texans, an A. Well, he's a former Texan player. Yeah. And then, of course, there you go, back to the Broncos with a C again. So that's kind of interesting, I think. Yeah. I mean, do you trust the people that are putting this together? I can see some of their, I, you know, I like the fact that Frank would be in, I think he'd be more in play in Houston, actually. And just from a life standpoint, and I understand that's tough for these guys to get away from football. They love it. I know, and I love it, too. And I, I'm just saying, if you're, you're a fan who sits on his ass during a week and drinks beers and tequilas and eats damn right, right. You're right. Uh, I'm not denying any of that. That's a totally different conversation than what I'm about to say. He's been in football his entire life. He's getting paid the same amount of money if he coaches or he doesn't coach. To me, at least because life is fragile. I right, so say it all the time. Live, damn it, live. Right, so he, th- 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 a little inaccurate. Football was not always a part of his life because 10 years after he retired, he had his own ministry ministry down in North Carolina. Yeah. So then he got back into coaching late. Okay. Where, and he started with the Colts. And obviously he just left for the Colts, but, you know, he played for the Carolina Panthers. Um, he's played for the Detroit Lions. He played for the Jets. He played for the Bills. I would just think just with life and mentality and everything else, you know, with what he went through in that meat grinder of this last year with Jim Irsay. Yeah. If that were me, now we're two totally different people and he'll do what he wants to do. I'm just saying if that were me, I would take the money that I was making from that organization and go to my wife and say, where do you want to go? I got five places. You got five places. Let's figure it out. Maybe we hit two or three of them. Well, they got a lake house down there. I think it's in Carolina down there. So, and believe me, his wife... Loves being, uh, what being a part of all. I'm not this, saying she doesn't, but she would also love having a year off with her husband yeah, well, to go they, and travel. Believe me, they just had like five months off. They're probably like, ah, oh, get back to work. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and the thing about it is, you know, he's got three grown kids. He's got grandchildren and everything else. I mean, I'm not saying be retired and, forever. Just take a little. Time. By the way, he's in great shape. I know he's uh, he's about as bright as they come. And, you know, he had a winning record under all those extreme circumstances in Indianapolis. So I'm sure he'll go in there and wow somebody and get one of these jobs probably. Yeah, I just... Wouldn't be surprised. Ah, man. I'm not... I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, I I would definitely put him, if I were general manager and owner, on my short list to interview and to have him come in without a doubt. I'm just saying, I just... Sometimes when I hear these stories, I'm like, man, just like, chill. Chill, man. You know what's amazing to me? You always got to be careful about what you say and how you say it and when you say it when you're in this world. So Jeff Saturday just came through the five worst games of the year for the Colts. Yeah. And what does he say? He goes, I, I want the job. I'd like the job. He's going to interview for the job. And things are going to be different around here when I'm here, when I take over. And I'm like, okay, they are? Yeah. They, they are they're different. Like, they're like, much worse than they, they were. I mean, the point being is that, you know... <laughs> Some of the text messages to Frank and everything from his team and all the people that he impacted, the way that Nick Sirianni acted when he was uh, oh, yeah. fired and everything else. You've got to be really careful about how you say things. Oh, sure. I mean, Jeff Saturday, to me, his playing career is one thing. This experiment here was a total joke. And it wasn't all his fault. I mean, it was Jim Ursay's fault. But this was a joke. And then everybody came to his defense that worked with him and Pat McAfee and Ryan Clark and Dan Orlovsky. All these guys. Oh, don't knock Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday is a football man. Jeff Saturday this. And then all the criticism that everybody had came to fruition. Well, Coach Cower said he didn't like the way this happened. Right. Because you're basically making a mockery of the coaching industry. 
or job, you know, jobs, and uh, by giving it to somebody who's never done it before. Yeah, I mean, and think about this. As opposed to earning it. Right, and they won that Raiders game, and everybody was puffing their chest. Told you, Jeff Saturday. And then what happened? They didn't win a game after that. What, they go 0-7 the rest of the way? Had the biggest collapse in regular in the actually, the history of the NFL, period. And then just lost to the worst team in the league at home. Who was going to have the number one pick and beat them to not have the number one pick. Right. I mean, you couldn't do any worse. You couldn't do any worse than Jeff Saturday did. And maybe losing the Raider game, too. And where's everybody now? Where's the, where's Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark, all these guys that were talking about how great of a hire Jeff Saturday was? Any of them criticizing him now? Not that I've heard. No, I haven't heard a damn thing about that. Well, maybe Jeff Saturday wasn't cut out for this. Because they know his ass is going to be sitting next to him in about three months. Well, the interesting thing is, is that he basically said, you know, now comes, you know, I took over a team that was in a state of turmoil and all this other stuff. You know, things are going to be different if I get the job. I'm like, they were successful. They were successful. Yeah. You know, I mean, not to the point that obviously the owner thought they should be, but I don't know. It is what it is. It's the NFL. They eat their own. What can I tell you? <laughs> they do. True. I know. Absolutely. Uh, Dan's a Car- shiv situation. Yeah, a little shiv spot. Uh, Dan and Carteret, long time uh, no speak. Dan, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? How what's you doing up? this morning, guys? How, how are you doing, Dan? I mean, I feel like I haven't talked to you in like six weeks or two months or something like that. It definitely hasn't been that long. We uh, we talked right before the holiday when I called up about the the Mets swooping in and stealing Correa with that fishy, fraudulent, corrupt deal. Well, hold on a second. If you think that you are going to now puff your chest out and say you were right about that, you weren't right about it. You thought that something fishy happened, like Steve Cohen stole away uh, Carlos Correa from the Giants. You didn't think that there was going to be another medical situation. Be fair about that. Yeah, I, I, I'll be I'll be fair about it, but hey, my take my take was wild, but uh, you know there was definitely some stuff going on. It was bizarre, <laughs> unprecedented. But I was calling to talk more about so much about your pessimism over the Vikings since yeah. I'm a Giants fan, mm-hmm. and instead of puffing my chest about the uh, Correa deal. Okay, go ahead. I think, well, I think you know your pessimism is warranted because of the lifelong suffering of a Vikings fan. So I get it, but I think you. Your pessimism is attributed to, uh, you know, the loss that you suffered over the weekend. That's why you came out so hot and negative on Monday and even into Tuesday because you you suffered a great loss. And I think you needed a hug from Boomer or from somebody. Yeah, I got I got a hug from Eddie. You're talking about uh, us losing our 12 and a half year old bulldog Ella uh, over the yeah. weekend. It was absolutely anybody who knows we had and I talked about it over the summer. We lost our 17 year old Yorkie five months ago, and then Ella 12 and a half years is just absolutely devastating it is the it's the anybody who's ever been through it knows how tough it is you appreciate the good moments you know what's going to happen but god it's just like it's so it's just so freaking sad but no i don't think yeah, that had it's your, it's your, i think it's attributed to your pessimism no i don't think so I, dan i know i know you're trying to go play psychiatrist here i don't believe that's it because i've been like this forever i've been like this prior to even owning a dog i've been like this before i had i was married or kids or anything i've just this is the way I've been, so I don't think that that necessarily had anything to do with it. If anything, it would have it would have taken more passion out of me, and I would have been sad and not even cared about it. Um, that that yeah. might have been the effect, but no, I well, I, I, I think you- you're wrong there. I think you're wrong. Okay, well, I thought your negativity was over the top, but I mean, the good side of it to look at it is, you know, you lost your bulldog, that stinks, but then the bulldogs came out and stomped all over TCU, 
And, uh, you know, that, that was kind of, uh, I'm not saying they did that for Ella, but I mean, that was kind sports of a sports cool gods thing. Yeah, this is a sports gods thing. Yeah, and, uh, sports let me just say thing. one more thing to you, Dan, before I hang up on you. Um, you send me one more childish tweet about the Devils and the Rangers. I'm going to mute you, and I'm not going to pay attention to you. You're a grown man. Act like it, okay? That was just one. That was one tweet I hit you with. When Do I you understand what I'm saying, to you, Dan? Dan, you you are right at the edge. Right at the edge of getting muted. I understand what you're saying to me. I was having a little fun with you. You know, I didn't find it funny. You poke a lot of you poke a lot of shots in front of when the Devils lose. No, I. By the way, if you've listened to me this year, I've said nothing but great things about how young and how fast and how good the Devils are. I'm yeah, sorry, maybe good. maybe you haven't heard those again. You you don't hear right. all the positive things that I say and how great hockey is around here now that we have three legitimate teams right now. I do hear, and I know you're a big hockey fan and positive about hockey, but I know from all the years of listening to this show, you poke fun and take shots about the Devils losing. I just had a little fun with you with one tweet. I, I'm just telling you, you're, you're, you're teetering on being muted, okay? I hear you, boom. Okay, let's grow <laughs> up. Let's grow up. Let's be a man. Let's be a man. Yes. It's going to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to grow up now. For all these years. Fuck it, Boomer. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, he's just. The fact that we're all sitting there following him and paying attention to him. Let is me a just problem. tell you something. I know we are so locked up in all this football. And it's going to be great. This weekend's going to be awesome. But th this hockey season with these three teams around here, man, it's getting heated now. And we're, ha we're at the halfway point. Yeah, and teams are going to be making trades. They're going to be trying to improve their teams. All that stuff's coming up, just like the Knicks and the and the Nets. I mean, with the trade deadline coming up in that sport as well within a month. I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, look, we're lucky because we had two relevant football teams mostly for the entire season. Yeah. Well, I've already got if if things do work out the way I expect them to work out yes. on Sunday, where the Giants end up moving on and beating. The team I root for in on their way to the divisional playoff round. And then I've got two more things and I know will happen. Okay. That will be that the Rangers will beat the Islanders in the playoffs. And then you'll have to sit here and do all your thing that you would do during that. Right. And then the Brooklyn Nets are going to win the NBA title. There's no way. Those are the three things that are going to happen. There it goes. Ruin your life. It's all about you. Yeah. There's a Super Z in there with his Ranger jersey. Yeah. Sucking up to booms. With that thing on. Look at that. He told me someone commandeered his Twitter account, Zach. Really? Told me someone stole his Twitter account. Why? Why would you want to steal that? I don't know. Maybe it was a Chinese bot came in and stole it from him. And he he now had to make a new Twitter account. So maybe somebody needs to call like Elon Musk and let him know that. Uh... Yeah, we probably should. That There's a Chinese bot that took away Zach Martin's Twitter account. Yeah. But Why? now he's got a new one. He wants everybody to know he's got a, he's got a new one. Okay. Super Z tweets. Yeah. That's what <laughs> you're out laughing. Super Z. Super Z tweets is his in, new Twitter account. I was inspired by Al for the tweets part. Okay, yeah. Super Z tweets. tweets. very good. Al's boring tweets. Figure yep. you know. Super Z tweets. I, we have Eddie Jockey tweets. Right. So Eddie the, Eddie the Jockey who made that great pick last night that won people a bunch of money. Now, he's over 3,000 followers. But the reason why people followed him was because he's given out winners. Now I'm asking people to follow you. Like, what would they expect on your Super Z's tweet Twitter account to actually go and follow you? 
very nice tweets. A lot of bitching and, and complaining. No, no, no bitching and complaining. That's <laughs> my pledge. No, no bitching and complaining. Well, probably maybe I'll find a way to Eddie. Do you got the latest uh, promo that I made for Boomer? Those two. Maybe I'll put that in my tweets somehow. That would be good. Oh yeah. And why don't you play, play them for kind of for, stuff for? Uh, if you played audio in your tweets, I thought that would be great. That would be great. When yeah, this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Bowler's not moving. I don't know if he is has been knocked unconscious, but he is not moving at all. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, that's pretty good. I took your mic back on here, Zach. Uh, that was pretty good. And then the other follow-up. I think it should be more than one tweet. Oh, really? You got another one for us. All right, I'm excited to hear this. Uh, Zach produced these this morning. And uh, Super Z Tweets is his new Twitter account. Is that he... Uh when this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Oh, Boomer dead. Is he dead? Oh, my God. He killed Boomer. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 <laughs> FM, uh, and always live yes. on the free Odyssey app. They yeah. would be. Yeah, yeah okay. microphone again. Yeah, they would be good tweets, so. Yeah. You're proud of yourself. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you are. Cause you're sitting over there all proud, all popped up and everything in your Ranger jersey. Oh, and you're going to love this. The Twitter picture that I have is you and I. No, come on. Oh, no, yeah. No, I don't want oh, that. Yeah, no, I want that. No, that's unauthorized use of video. No, no, I, I want I, that. No, I, no, there's no way. Uh, no. You okay. can't. I don't want to be a part of your Twitter avatar. Come on. <laughs> By the way. Uh, is that what that's called? Oh, yes. <laughs> Eddie uh, Brown, the jockey, now 4,308 followers. All right. He started out with 23 yesterday. Well, that's pretty good. You okay. start putting some stuff up there like that, now all of a sudden you're going to get some followers. Right. Especially if you stay that creative. I just can't wait till like, Zach puts out some ridiculously off-putting, crazy tweet, and then people are going to be like, who is this guy standing next to Boomer Esauson <laughs> <That's why. laughs> in his avatar? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's why I originally was going to go Super ZWFN, and I thought, no. Uh, maybe not. Right. Just make it. Yeah, be smart. Super Z sweets. Uh, tweets. Tweets. Yes. tweets. All right. Super Z Thanks sweets. Is How do you spell little... Super Z? S U P E R Z. That's it. Okay. Yeah. How do you spell Super Z? I didn't know if he had Z E E. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, yeah. He's got a good point. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Just want to make sure good exactly work. how right. it is. He made us laugh there, Zach. Yeah, good job. Is good stuff. All right. Uh, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I just got to tell you, Jerry's update. Yeah, you know, I found a great new utensil, utensil that I use. A great new utensil. Yes, and it's called a milk frother. Have you ever had one of these, Al? Yeah, Gina's a big milk frother. Yeah, I don't use it to froth milk, but I use it to mix my AG1 in the morning, my Metamucil in the morning. Because if you if you you do it like with a spoon, there's clumps and sometimes the AG1 gets stuck at the bottom of the glass and all that stuff. But when you use the frother, man, the thing is perfect. It just blends it all together. It is unbelievable. It's like it's changed my life. Just like the, just the little things in life, you know, keeping AG1 from getting clumpy and Metamucil from getting clumpy. <laughs> So I'm telling you, <laughs> it's great. You just find yourself mixing random things for the hell of it. So I didn't realize how many things I actually mix. Mix, mix a lot. I do mix a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, I tried it. I tried it with the Casamigos and Lemon Perfect. You really did? I did with the frother. Yeah. Did it give you a little foam on the top? It it actually did. Yeah. Uh, but it it mixed the drink up perfectly. Wow. Now, could you do that? Like it, it, you can't you, use it like uh, with a carbonated something carbonated. Oh yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. That, yeah, but people normally use it for like a cappuccino or a latte yeah. or something. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're mixing all your old guy stuff together. I need to go to the bathroom, but on time, on schedule. <laughs> yes. And G, you say the old man stuff. Think about when Boomer started in '07. Yeah. We weren't talking about Metamucil and oh. fiber. And right. All about staying stuff. regular, boys. Staying <laughs> <laughs> happy, sleeping good. <laughs> That's all about, man. How old are you? Doing? I'm 61. No, how old are you when you started? Well, uh, what, 55? I mean, I'm 45. No, 45. 45. 45. Wow, man. Where's my pills? Right, exactly. <laughs> hey, I just thought I'd give a little tip to all the folks out there. Get no. yourself a milking frother, and it's awesome to mix stuff with. I, I for sure thought you would throw out a brand here. I thought that's where we were going. <laughs> I, didn't, like, I, no, I don't know what the brand is. It may be a Zule. Maybe a Zule. A Zule. Zule. What made you think even to purchase a frother? Uh, you know, I just saw it. And I said, you know, I got to have one of those things because I, you know, I drink a lot of coffee, right? <laughs> and uh, have it. And it just—it was not very expensive. It's cheap, kind of. And I said, now, is that smaller than the Nutribullet? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a little thing that you hold in your hand, and the bottom of it spins crazily. It's, it's, it's amazing how powerful it is. Hmm. So, so the other night, I was just, we were talking about the WFN YouTube page. Yeah. And I we went. have a YouTube page? Yeah, we did. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. I didn't so know. Nobody knows that. So we have a YouTube page, and I went to go, and I was just going back, like, looking at some of the stuff that we did years ago. And then I went, I ended up getting into the COVID stuff, which is just, like, blows your mind. Like, we're at the height of COVID. And I ended up re-watching the Boomer Cooks thing when you cook the salmon. Oh, yeah. Remember that? And you had the pasta filler. Yeah, the water coming out of yeah, the, uh, the stove, right? <laughs> yes. And then this is the best part about this because it just shows you like the have and the have not situation. <laughs> so 
you start filling up a pot. No, it's just hanging there. You didn't start filling up a pot. It's just hanging there in the stove. And Bobby Dwyer goes, hey, booms, dead serious. What's that for? Just in case there's a fire? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, you're like, no, no, no. It's just no. to fill up a, a pot of water like on, on the, the stove, stove so you don't have, have to carry it over. Yeah, I have a livid fireman for the just in case there's a fire. <laughs> so then Bobby Dwyer goes, yeah, I don't have one of those. And then Eddie pipes in and goes, no one in my county has one of those. Which <laughs> 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 is great. Uh, and this come from a man that has a wealth management team. That's right, yeah. They yeah. sure have been wealth partners down in Red Bank. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to tell you, uh, this frother, by the way, is like 13 bucks. Yeah. And it's worth every single penny. It may be the mo- It may be the best bang for your buck, Al. Yeah, so uh, win with California Baptist tonight and then yes. get yourself a frother. <laughs> right, exactly. That's our PSA this morning. Right, mix up your AG1, maybe. <laughs> All right, Jerry, what's going on, man? All right, we are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We get to all the football sound. We've kind of been through uh, through the course of the morning as we are getting closer and closer to Super Wild Card Weekend, which does feature the Giants and the Vikings, a game that uh, G is very much looking forward to. Mm. That'll be Sunday at 440. And here is Julian Love with Tiki and Tierney getting set for the Vikes, who they saw not too long ago. There's a familiarity now, especially that we didn't play them that long ago. Yeah. Uh, and, you know... We did a lot of things right in that game, but we did some key things wrong. Uh, and then they still took a 61-yard field goal to win. You know, there's a confidence right now going into this in this, this playoffs that we can make a run, uh, starting with Minnesota, of course. You got to do that make first. Run. Oh, you're talking about in their way. Yeah, that's right. One of, if not the best wide receiver in the game, in Justin Jefferson. He's the guy that makes them go. You watched uh, their last week game, not this week against the Bears, but their last week against. Uh, the Packers. Yeah, uh, he's the guy who gets it going. If you address him, uh, then you got to make the other guys play ball and make the other guys try to beat you. But that's you know number one priority going to this week. Giants Vikings on the fan, of course, late Sunday afternoon. One other thing from uh, the Giant world, if you will, Al. We were talking about this earlier that the Panthers want to speak with offensive coordinator Mike Kafka. Well, now the Texans want to speak with him as well. So a hot name out there for head coaching agencies, yeah. apparently. Really, that doesn't surprise me. And it's not because the Giants have the best offense in the world. It's just the fact that, you know, Brian Dayball and the staff turned this team around. So and also remember where Kafka came from. The Chiefs. <clears throat> yeah, so you had Andy Reid lineage and all that other stuff. And he's a, he's a young guy, and, and he really has had success here. And learning from Brian Dayball, I think, is also the important aspect. Did yeah. I read, Boomer, the other day, that Andy Reid's been there 10 years already? Yeah. God, it goes quick. Um, Washington did fire offensive coordinator Scott Turner after um, he signed that three-year extension before the season. Now, also this weekend, you got the Ravens and Bengals. They just played in Week 18. They're going to play in Cincinnati now uh, this coming Sunday night. What is the deal with the quarterback, specifically Lamar Jackson? This is John Harbaugh. Lamar's been in great spirits. I mean, he's he has been. He's been working super hard. He's out there again today. I mean, I don't watch the workouts uh, with the trainers. It's with the trainers and and hopefully it's progressing to the point where we can get to practice it sometime soon. I mean, that's that's really what we're all hoping for, for sure. Of course, if he doesn't play sometime soon, the season will be over. Um, and that'll be the Sunday night game. The Monday well, night the big, game is big, the Cal- big, Biggest question in that game for the Bengals, their left guard, Alex Kappa, is not going to play. You know, he was the first guy that they identified in free agency this year. Uh, and they got him from the Bucks, and he hurt his ankle in last week's game against the uh, the Ravens. So now two of their offensive linemen. Yeah, their former, I forget the kid's name, the the tackle they signed from the Cowboys has been out too. 
Yeah, no, is he oh, out for Collins. Just, Collins is out. He's done. Lael Collins, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but the kid that came in for him, Denise, he was on the team last year. He was playing guard last year, and he, he was a tackle in college. And he had a he had a really good game going against Buffalo, and had a good game this past week against Baltimore. Is Cap out for just this <clears> game or the rest of the playoffs? He's got a bad ankle. I don't. I think it's a high ankle. Oh, jeez, that's weeks. Yeah, right. So that that that's a big loss for them. But you know, they have a guy on the squad that had been there, so it's the next man up mentality, and the quarterback's got to handle it. Cowboys Bucks on Monday night. Here is one Dak Prescott. And he scrapped the dick. Um, what? <laughs> that was uh, early. This morning, <laughs> we kind of jumbled the words together by mistake. Yeah. His name is Dak. His name is not Dick or Richard or anything of that nature. Here is Dak. And We've got the right guys in this walk. locker room that, that understand that are mature men that understand that nobody played their best ball. Simple as that. Uh, and so, um, but to be accountable, um, starting with myself, be accountable for, for what, what you put out there, what you did. Um, and then from that, um, Understanding that's not who we are, and then moving on and knowing what, what we've got ahead of us, and it's one play at a time. The uh, the intensity, the focus, all that one play at a time, one game at a time. All right, we'll see. See if they can do it. The Cowboys haven't beaten uh, Tom Brady yet. They're zero and seven against them, which also begs the question: of the coach, uh, Mike McCarthy, twelve wins again, but if they lose in Tampa, is his job on the line? Jerry Jones? No, just uh, I don't even want to. Uh, no. Uh, uh, that's it. I, I don't need to go into all the pluses or minuses, but uh, uh, we're not seeing any. We're not uh, basing. I've got uh, a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. Balls. Hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> watch, you watching some of these uh, low lights from the Cowboys game against the Commanders, you know, it just makes me, you know, Dak was off. Dak was terrible. He had guys wide open that he passed up to try to force the ball down the field to. He's yep. a little inaccurate, and he did have C.D. Lamb open for a touchdown. He overthrew him. He just had a bad game. It was Maybe also it. another one of these games where they ran for about five yards. Right. Yeah. And that's never good. When you played, did you ever have one of those games, Bengals, Cardinal, well, Jets, surely, Punch where you were just games. completely terrible on the road? Oh, yeah. Where maybe the owner came and said, we spent a fortune on you pigs this weekend, and this is <laughs> no, what you do? No, 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 no. No? So, no, anytime I went to the Houston Astro- Astrodome, it was awful, awful. And that was like the worst turf, right? Oh, God. Place was a dump. Carpet over concrete. A- used to get our asses kicked in there every single time. Terrible. Oh, unbelievable. One other one from football. Just Sean McVay on his future because it's right now in doubt. He could walk away. Could stay. We'll see. This was McVay yesterday. There's a lot of layers to this. Um, there's a lot of people that it does affect that I don't take lightly and want to be mindful of. And so... I'm going to take the next couple days um, to really be able to kind of reflect. Obviously, a lot of conversations with various people um, that will dictate and determine um, the decision that's best for me, my family, um, the Rams, and a lot of people. And that's kind of where we're at with that. Within a couple of days, supposedly, he'll make a decision on what he is going to do. NBA tonight, the Knicks back in action. They play the Pacers last night. You had Donovan Mitchell back in Utah, but the Cavaliers did lose 116-114. He had 46 in the loss. Uh, St. John's beat Butler 77-61. Seton Hall over Georgetown 66-51. The um, Eddie Brown special was Ohio over Ball State by 5 Tonight, it's Christian, what is it, California Baptist? Yeah, California Baptist, I believe, right? Isn't that it? California yeah. Baptist the against the Lancers. Yeah. Right, the Lancers. And they're getting or giving points? 
Remind me. Uh, they are plus one and a half. Plus one and a half. All right. Well, we will see. And tonight, Rutgers takes on Northwestern out here near Chicago on WCBS 888 at 845 p.m. Did you see? I know this is sports, sort of. Did you see that Vince McMahon came back to the WWE and promptly sold it to the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's smart. What, that's they don't care. They just want money. There you go. Exactly. They don't care. They don't care. About anything. That's about right. Anything. Sports washing, once again, or sport, uh, sports, I should say, I guess, entertainment washing in this case. But, yeah, same same people that are uh, underwriting. Is it the same people? Golf, yes. No kidding. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so Saudi wrestling government. Yeah. Some people are calling that fake news. <laughs> I am seeing that uh, on various uh, people on Twitter saying that that is not true. Oh, really? Because it's everywhere. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, I said this. Guys, these guys, those fake news said. Same. The guy who originally tweeted it took the tweet down. He did. Really? Mm -hmm. I see where okay. that is. Uh, Stephanie McMahon has resigned from the WWE. Correct. And so one article I read was when Vince decided to come back, she resigned. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. I know it's not sports, but I thought that was interesting anyway. Uh, Rangers beat the Wild in a shootout 4-3. They come back from 2-0 down. Philip Heedle, the game-tying goal in the third. Uh, Devils win. They beat the Hurricanes 5-3. And the Stars beat the Islanders last night in a shootout by the score of two to one. Time now for Moment of the Day, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. <laughs> yeah, so the last couple of days, a lot of conversation with Eddie the Jockey for sure, and why not? He went from 23 followers to over, what, 4,000 now, Gene? Yeah, right? yeah like, like 4,300. So he came through with Ohio last night. Today he's given us California Baptist, and you were talking to him earlier today, and so the conversation ended, and you continued on discussing him. You are a, a wealth of entertainment and knowledge, Edward Brown. I have a lot more good like that whole All right, all right. Well, we'll good. save it for next time. Yeah, we'll save it for next time. The Utah Valley Wolverines and the Cal Baptist Lancers. So let's he go, said, Lancers. Uh, Eddie said Lancers this morning uh, in that call. Okay. The other, the other uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I might have missed it. Yeah. The Lancers <laughs> on my phone. He's got that I Maryland know. accent, that deep Maryland accent. I know. Now I can make bets from home on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's great with FanDuel home. I can stay home with my phone. <laughs> boomer. You make bets from your home on your phone, Boomer. <laughs> Remember racing that donkey? Donkey! <laughs> there you go. Moment of the day. Oh, Eddie, man. I tell you, if he goes two for two, the legend is going to grow. This hey, he's 11-0, right? In his last 11? He's 11-0 in his last 11. If you go back at his Twitter account, it actually checks out. So last night is the only time people are actually paying attention to him. Now even more people are paying attention to him. By so. the way, not right that people were getting on him at halftime either. Right. That was ridiculous. I mean, if you've ever placed a wager in your life, I mean, you got to wait it out. Especially basketball. Yeah, and college I, basketball. You know, the fact that he called in yesterday and, and told that story, and then we had him on, we were talking about, you know, his gambling and all that stuff. There was nothing nefarious about him trying to become famous by coming on with us. Right. We we made him famous accidentally. Exactly. He just wanted to talk about if you remembered racing a donkey. Exactly. And he would have been happy with the conversation ended right there. I asked him, what have you done in your retirement from being a jockey? And then he went on to say what he said. And now we open the sewer pit of social media to him. That's right. And he gets attacked for no reason. Right. 
look down at my phone. Everybody's calling me an a-hole. <laughs> All I want to do is stay home. Right. Don't want to leave the house, boomer. And you think I was kidding about that frother? One of my buddies said, changed his life with his Miralax. Yeah, nobody thought oh, you were on. kidding about your frother. <laughs> we were all believed you with your No, frother. I know you believe me, but yeah. how it changes your life, I'm telling you, you got to get yourself. I'll buy you guys all one. How's that? <laughs> Great. Awesome. Thanks. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hi, former Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So the Golden Globes were last night. And nobody watches this stuff anymore. I hope nobody watches it. Certainly nobody in our audience watches this anymore. Just a bunch of celebrities licking each other back and forth the entire night and how great everybody is and blah, blah, blah. And, and this isn't uh, politically correct enough, but this is more political. And this we're going to shut the thing down because this person... Blah, 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 blah. But this morning, I went on looking at the websites and everything, and I saw something that popped up that seemed interesting to me. So the guy who won for best actor in a movie was this guy named Austin Butler. Austin Butler played Elvis in this Elvis movie. And people are going, is this his real voice? Austin Butler stuns audience with voice when he accepts the award. So I like, I went and I listened to it and I kind of had a point. So he gets up there and he accepts the award and he, he kind of still sounds like Elvis. Maybe he's still in character. Maybe. Yeah, so sometimes those guys go deep into character and they can never get out of it. Right, so it's a, it's like a long speech. We'll play, just play the beginning of it, of him accepting this award. You tell me if he's putting on a voice or this is actually how he talks. My boy, my boy. Woo! God. Oh, man. All my words are leaving me. Um, I, I just am so grateful right now. I'm in this room full of my heroes. Brad, I love you. Quinn, I printed out the Pulp Fiction script when I was 12. I cannot believe I'm here right now. Um, I just want to thank the Hollywood Foreign Press for this honor. I want to yeah, also say to, to my fellow yes. nominees, yeah, you have turned in the most beautiful, profound work. And I am so honored and proud to be listed among you. I owe this to a bold, visionary filmmaker. All right, who stop. All right, enough. And also, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> like if he broke into that, I wouldn't be surprised. Now I didn't. I didn't see it. So when you watch the video, is he have the mannerisms of no. that he had in the movie? No, he's just up there going, "Oh man, maybe that's how he talks." I don't know. <laughs> I mean, 
Maybe that can't be how he talks in 2023. How old is this guy? He's got to be in his 20s. You meet a, ever meet a 20-year-old? goes, oh, hey, Boomer, I'm tell you're my hero. Oh, Heartbreak Hotel. Maybe Nobody talks like maybe that. Maybe he's still in character or is there some, some of the character left over in him? You know, I don't know. I mean, you know, these guys, they get, when they go into these, these, these types of roles, you know, for six months, they are that person. They have to live as that person and act like that person. Okay, how long ago was that that he filmed it? I mean, the thing. And how long, and how long did it take to film it? But he, he, that's not a good enough excuse. If this guy is still in character from doing the Elvis movie from whatever, it's probably two years ago now that he filmed it. Then that's a serious psychological issue that needs to be checked out. Yeah, well, that's like, why most of them have psychological issues. I mean, him going, oh, thank you, the Hollywood Foreign Press. <laughs> what? It's insane. I mean, it's absolutely insane. It's 31, so I thought he was a little bit younger and than it's that. A, it's a little bit creepy and a little bit uncomfortable, to say the least. But what I found to be more uncomfortable about all of that, it felt like it was disingenuous. Because he was doing it in that voice? And that's it kinda like when you put it together and yeah. again, like I didn't see the video, so I'm I'm going by what I'm hearing. Yeah. And the way that he's pointing out Brad Pitt and Quentin Tarantino, yeah. everything else sounds like he's sucking up to everybody. Well it's, it's exactly what he was doing. Oh well, yeah, well all right, but made but as Elvis <laughs> That's what's that's kind of what's creepy about. I mean, it. this this would be like if Tom Hanks accepted the Oscar for Forrest Gump as far as and Gump. he went up there and said, "My mama said <laughs> that these Oscars are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Like, I mean, it would be ridiculous." So I don't know. That was know. very strange to me. Absolutely bizarre. But you do agree that like these method actors go into character, and it's really hard. I would imagine in their life. When they're ready for a big role, um, well, who is it? That guy, um, guy did Lincoln, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, yes. He like, like uh, Gangs of New York, right? Like he has to be in character the entire time. People say, well, so Tom like, Tom, uh, Tom Cruise for uh, Top Gun. Yeah, but Tom Cruise plays the same guy in every movie. You know what I'm saying? It's just uh, okay, like, I'm sorry. They, they said uh, Jim Carrey did that when he did the Andy Kaufman movie. That's he was right. walking around as Andy Kaufman all the time. Which had to yeah. be just really frustrating because Andy Kaufman was someone who liked to get under people's skin and did crazy stuff. and be like, all right, enough. <laughs> you know, stop banging on the bongos. Stop hanging upside down. Like, chill. We're could on you, our lunch could break. Could you imagine the people in his life? Well, not, not just the people on the movie set, but the people in his life. I mean, if he had any people in his life. I mean, I suppose it's like, I shouldn't be judging it because these guys are so good at what they do. Yeah. But, I mean, it, you thought he deserved an award for that, didn't you? I didn't see the Elvis movie. I didn't say it. I that, think it's I mean, good. Elvis is one of those guys, no disrespect to the Elvis fans out there, that I had never had a single bit of interest in. Like, trying to figure out, like, when I'm trying to learn about music and sure. rock and all that stuff, yeah. Elvis was just not one of those guys I cared about. I was a generation that grew up on the Elvis movies. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Right in the, you know, the sweet spot. Ugh, sounds horrible. So, like, well, his manager, you know, just led him the wrong way, the whole way. Right, who Tom Hanks played, I guess, yes. in that movie. Yes, and he was big, great in that. He was great Big dude, that. right? So, uh, let's see. So, Lee Einsider, our buddy from Casamigos, said his, his girlfriend is Kia Gerber, who is the daughter of supermodel... Cindy Crawford, Cindy Crawford yeah. and Randy Gerber of Casamigos. Well, there you go. So why don't you ask Lee? Is this the way he talks when you're around them? Right. 
I'm just going to ask. Well, he's listening right now, so All you right. just asked him. <laughs> I don't just ask him. Right. I mean, does he or doesn't? Oh, if I were Lee Einstein and, and this guy walked into my house, I'd oh, Mr. Einstein. <laughs> I love what you do with Casamigos. I love your chicken. Oh, man. You got a goat walking around your house. <laughs> oh, baby. And you're telling me you started Jägermeister? Whoa. A one, a two, a one. I'd shoot him, I think. <laughs> what, are you kidding me, kid? Shut up! You got a goat walking around your house. <laughs> like, what are you, nuts? Like, I, I just, I don't, like, that guy has to be in Hollywood. Because if he were on the East Coast somewhere, he would get the, you know what, kicked out of him yes, immediately. Yes, well, that's what, why they do that stuff out there, as opposed to here. I know, I know, seriously. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, Boomer and Gio. I printed out Pulp Fiction when I was 12 years old. When I was 12 years old, Brad Pitt. Oh, give me some skin there, Brad Pitt. Little high five, low five. Bro hug. Uh, a one, a two. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.